This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada for a brand new year. 2022 is finally here. It is a year we can look forward to... Um... Um, Moving on. Uh, Mark Afalalo's here. Hello, finally. Wow, it's almost like I feel like I've been gone for so long. You have. You've been gone for weeks now. We'll be getting into why that is. You'll be explaining yourself. I will? Okay, fine. No problem. (laughs) Also, Sean Priest is somewhere over there in a shed in Manchester, Ingerland. Hello to you. Hello, I've been nowhere, so it's like I've never been away. You're probably all sick of me by now. Yes. Nice to have oh. you back, though, Mark. <laughs> Sean, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, we're... <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody. Welcome to it. Yes, another year and another year of Double Tap as well. That we uh, cannot apologise for because we know you're excited about it. We know we are. Plenty to talk about uh, this week and, of course, plenty to talk about about what's coming up in 2022. Some great tech on the way. I have news, guys. I have news to what share. What news do you have? Well, uh, rumours, basically. Save it. Yeah, I'll save it for a bit, but yeah, it's all rumours. It is all rumours. But um, some really interesting stuff coming out, so we'll talk about that. First, though, festive period. How was it? Are you glad to be back doing the show? I wish my kids were back in school. Unfortunately, they're still not because we're still locked down. This is, uh, you know, I I know you you guys know this, but I don't know. You guys at home don't know this, but I mean, maybe maybe you do. Uh, But here in Quebec, we were locked down right before the holidays. Yeah. Uh, Right before the holidays. Guess what? We're locking down. And then, by the way, on on December 26th, Boxing Day, which uh, if you're not aware of Boxing Day is in Canada, Sean Priest. And, well, you guys have Boxing Day. We have Boxing Day, yeah. Sorry, the US they don't have boxing. They don't do boxing. Anyway, right after boxing, they're like, "Oh, by the way, we're adding more restrictions for you." Oh, thanks. That was that was great. Yeah, we got that as well. We won't go. We we can go to nightclubs anymore. No, (laughs) for us for a while. Yeah, because apparently, if you do that, then the virus will spread. No fornication or fulfillment to happen during the festive (laughs) period. It's still Christmas. Stop it. No, it's not. (laughs) We're in January. (laughs) This is the beginning of January. No, that's still Christmas in my book. Until we hit February, it's Christmas. Yeah, I must admit, there's that point when... I mean, we didn't even bother putting a tree up this year. We just didn't even bother. (gasps) What? No, we we didn't either. No decorations, no tree, nothing. I'm a Jew and I put up a tree. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't even bother. We just couldn't. And I got decorations outside. I got everything. I got a reindeer on my lawn. It's looking up my roof. It's like. You know why? Because you have children. Wow. I don't. I mean, guys. Sean, did you know that Stephen got a shed? (gasps) Oh, I did. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I was sort of happy. I was actually sorry. Oh, His what? wife got a shed, and he got a little doggy shed for himself. I, I literally <laughs> have. A, I've bought my own, bought my own doghouse. That is what I've done. Bought my own doghouse. Well, you're in it often enough. <laughs> I will be, uh, but yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's funny because I went. The dogs went in the other day, and I thought I'll just maybe climb inside this and see what it's like in here. And I'm thinking, right, dogs, you're out. This is this is my meditation space from now on. This is <laughs> yeah, where I'm going to be. This is my, my, me and my shaman. Me and my shaman will sit in here. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I've got my own shed. It is a Sean of the Shed style shed. Good. As yeah. it, it's, you know, tall and, and big and there's enough room to put a desk in it. I've told my wife this, but she's not interested. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just going to be holding basically all the stuff that we've kept in the house. We've just basically built a room on the side of the house to put more junk in. It's a tech shed. It's, it takes over from the tech drawer. It, no, it's not. No, a tech I wouldn't shed. put tech in there. No, 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 no. Please don't tell the neighbours that. Um, <laughs> it'll be empty tonight. Uh, no, it's not a tech shed. But it is, you know, it's it's like it's all the rubbish you have in your house. Like, you know, we've got we've got cushions for the outside chairs. You know, those, oh, and those yeah. are currently in the yeah. house, and that's just that's just a waste. That's just well, you get stupid. one of those outdoor boxes, don't you? Oh, that's we had the get. outdoor box. Uh, yeah, yes. here's the problem with living in a place like Scotland, where you get a lot of very high winds. Uh, the lid of said box is gone. 
Ah, thanks to the right, recent weather enough. conditions. So yeah, no, no, there's no point having that. Um, but yeah, so I've got a shed, but no, it's not going to be a. I'm not looking to take your crown, Sean. You're okay. You're still the shed man around Thank here. Thank you. You're going to use it as a shed. It's ridiculous. I'm going to use it as an actual shed. Crazy, yeah. I know. I have one of those too. Yeah, you. I imagine you. I just. I imagine your house, Mark, is has got several sheds, outbuildings, perhaps. No, I, I just have one shed that has just the garden stuff in it. That's quite boring, oh, actually. God, oh, yeah, Depressing. you're so, aren't you? I rebel. That's me. Well, I just, I just think you know, Canada's got so much more space. You could at least have two sheds. Scotland has space. It does, but you know, the thing is that we all seem to bunch ourselves into these tiny little cities and tiny little, tiny little towns. And then if you actually fly over the country, it's like, what's all this space? There's loads of, oh, no, loads yeah, of Sorry, here. we can't compare it. I heard something on AMI the other day, but someone only goes their their like weekly shop. They do every eleven weeks or something because it takes them fourteen days or something like that. <laughs> it's crazy. There. The space is <laughs> mental. Wow. Well, uh, yeah. We'll look forward to um, hearing all about what you guys got. Did you get anything nice for Christmas, Sean? Did did, did uh, Mrs. Mrs. Priest get you anything nice? Uh, no, nor my girlfriend. Neither of them got oh. me anything. It's a disgrace. I got wow. socks and aftershave, the usual stuff. Nothing I was interested in. Oh. Hello, family. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about you, Mark? I mean, you're saying, you know, you put the Christmas tree up. You, you, you know, despite being Jewish, you've, you've obviously taken on board the Christmas vibe. Yeah, so what's your point? Did you get anything? Nothing special. What does that mean? Here's my problem. I don't know about you guys, but I buy my buy myself everything I want. Yeah, this I is blame Amazon. They've ruined Christmas. Well, no, we've ruined Christmas for ourselves. No, no, they've made it so easy. That's not really Amazon's fault, though, is it? It's like these people that complain when they go to the McDonald's <laughs> and they, they get fat with the burgers, and it's like, oh, it's all McDonald's' fault. Well, stop eating the burgers then. <laughs> I was on uh, I was on there last night because I thought. You know what? I'm going to try the Fire TV stick again, right? Accessible oh, streaming device, no, really again. cheap. I'm going to test that out. Plus, I wanted to try and connect it to my studio speakers pair, Boy. stereo pair, for the Dolby Atmos experience. I thought, I'm going to try this out. I've never had like a home theatre set up before. In a shed. <laughs> in a sh- No, not in the shed, in the living room. Oh, right, okay. So I hunted around, found the thing, then found the USB thing, and the blah, 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 blah. Set it all up. And then I went through the Lady A app to connect the studio speakers, and it says, this Fire TV stick is not compatible. It was too old, so oh, yeah. it doesn't support Dolby Atmos or connecting to external speakers. So straight on Amazon, and I bought a Fire TV stick 4K Max, uh, and it was, you know, it's delivered, well, I'm expecting it today. So, um, yeah, you can't beat that, can you? You get an urge to buy something, and bang, it's there the next day. It's amazing. Yeah, I must say this is the time of year when you do, but especially between Christmas and New Year, you you have that period of actually getting some time to do some stuff that isn't just you know getting the work done or you know doing the chores. You actually get a bit of downtime, and that's usually when I get a chance to play with some tech, like properly play with the tech. Um, yes, and it's usually that's when you ring me up and say. I've, re- I've rewired the studio. <laughs> and we go, oh, no. Yeah, that happened. That happened. I think I've rewired Several it times, three I think, times. Break, right, Stephen? Yes, about three times since we last spoke. Um, I keep changing things in it. I just get bored. That's the problem. In fact, today I pulled out about 12 cables out of the studio. Well, that's not a good thing, Stephen. I mean, what were they for? I don't know. I mean, clearly they weren't that important because we can still talk, right? This is still working. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. They weren't important. No, no, not at all. Uh, but... <gasps> oh, I just found a tuna sandwich or something. It smells like tuna. Sorry. Oh, I'm more excited. I just found a bap in the shed. Don't be so excited. Carry on. I wouldn't eat that. And on I'm that gonna... bombshell. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll come right back because we're going to talk about one of the big rumours of uh, 2022. Already they're coming in. And, uh, yes, we are going to be doing our regular round trip of uh, all the things that we normally do at this time of year, which uh, never seem to make it till the end of the year. We start things. We start with our resolutions at the beginning. I'm not talking about fitness here. I'm talking tech-related resolutions. We'll get into those next year on Double Tap Canada. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. 
Double Tappers. Want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. <laughs> yeah, it is. Stop sounding so surprised. Uh, this is Double Tap Canada. I'm going to change that. That's my New Year's resolution. Get that changed. Don't what, the name? Too, though. No, the, the tech show honest bit. All oh, right, okay. What, wait, was it tuna? It's warm. Ugh. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Disgust me, priest. Um, so tech resolutions for 2022. So every year we start. I mean, funny enough, you've kind of kicked this off, priest, because you talked about the fire stick and how you've pulled out the fire stick again, and let's mm-hmm. give it a go again, and let's remind ourselves how terrible voice view is, and you know, mm-hmm. see what it's like when it doesn't work with any of the kit that you bought and all that. Um, for me, it's going to be Braille. And Android this year, but which one will win? That's the competition. <laughs> Come on, have some faith. Um, I think we all know what's going to happen with Android. But, you know, every year I do this. Every year I visit, like an old friend, I go and visit my Android phone, take it out of the box, charge it up again because it's dead, uh, put a SIM card in it because I've usually taken the SIM card out, and then I uh, put it together, I turn it on, do about a 1,000 updates, which takes about three days, and then I turn on talk back and think, I don't like this. No, you see, what it is, is you, you haven't really got a use for it. What I've found, I put Ira on it. I put Be My Eyes on it. And then I will use it because, you know, if my if my iPhone's dying or whatever, then I got that one to do a, a quick call and get some assistance. So it's all about putting something on there that you're actually going to use because otherwise you're just going to stick with the iPhone. Yeah, are you a bit little of that? tip for you there? Do well you do, done. Do, thank you. Do you do a bit of that, uh, Mark? Do you tend to kind of go back to old tech at the beginning of a year or, or different points of the year? I, I normally clean out. You know, like I spend the holidays when I'm bored and my kids are entertaining themselves. I'll go through my office and I'll I'll go through stuff and I'll clean stuff out and I'll find stuff that I'm keeping for some reason and ask myself why am I keeping this? Like, what's the point of this? And the, or or that or I'll find some kind of use for it. I'm like, oh, maybe I can use this to plug my widget into my wadget and 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 just kind of find a new life for something like that, which is kind of pretty cool. Or give myself a reason to buy something else to make it work. That's my favorite bit. Yeah, it's usually yeah. how can I add <laughs> add something on here to this? Is is for me? It's a lot of the smart stuff because I still have got. Do you remember the, I bought those curtain openers from Switchboard? Yeah. I still haven't even hooked them up yet. Oh, come on, man. You're a disgrace. It involves putting batteries in and you've got to reach up and, you know, it's like... Uh, I don't they have a solar package where you can yes. keep it charged the entire time and just stick the little solar panel to the window behind the blinds so you don't even see it? Mm, accessories. I like it. I might be interested <laughs> now. See, that's the thing. Because if it's got batteries in it, I always think the same thing. I'm never going to use this because then the batteries will die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him trying to get a word in edgewise with a sandwich in his mouth. <laughs> He's Sorry. just loving this sandwich. What is wow, in that sandwich? Wow, multitasking. He's eating while doing the show. <laughs> Whoa, dedication. I'm oh, hungry. my God. Sorry. Sorry. So unprofessional. What happened to the resolution for the new year of being more committed to the product? I know. It's so what? funny. Mark's, Mark is editing a TV show as we speak, and you're eating a sandwich. I am not editing a TV show as I speak. I, and I am sitting here do holding this <laughs> holding this fork together with sellotape and string. You can't um, hear it, right? I, I can't hear no. it. That's fine. Okay. No. No, it's, it's fine. It's all right. You just carry on. You do what you need to do. Um, I'll tell you what I'm into. Talking mm. of sort of tech I'm trying to find useful, and it sort of takes me always back to the Apple Watch, which I do love, but I have no idea why. But you keep having that conversation. I'm I agree. Loving- I'm loving the new hand gestures in the uh, in the 1803 update to watch OS. I about those. Oh, man, they are cool. Right, what's so great about these? I mean, okay, I get the... No, I, remember them? They actually yeah, sense the way yeah. you're doing, you're squeezing and you're clicking and you're... Oof. I forgot about those. Yeah, well, so, well, so did I. And I know, obviously, that the intention here was it's an accessibility thing, but a lot of people are trying them out. You remind me, Sean. Yeah, how they talk work. about these. So, what, what, how good are they? Put that sandwich okay. down. <laughs> Put it down now. It's fine. So, assistive touch, as I said, came with eight oh three, I think it was, or eight point three, whichever. But it came, and uh, it is a new accessibility feature, and it does exactly that. You can make gestures with your hands, such as clench your fist, double clench your fist, or do a pinch gesture with your forefinger and your thumb, or a double pinch gesture. That's forefinger. Thumb. Hang on, which, which is the forefinger? 
I don't know that the the pointy the first finger, not the, <laughs> the fourth finger. The pointy one. <laughs> I don't know the one next to the thumb. Shut up. Anyway, you do a pinch gesture, and it senses the way your tendons move in your wrist, and it it performs gestures. It's amazing. And you can also just move uh, like an accelerometer. You can move your wrist and you move a pointer around on the Apple Watch. Now, obviously, this really isn't for us as visually impaired. This isn't a visually impaired accessibility thing. It's for, you know, for people that may have trouble using the touchscreen of the Apple Watch. So with that, though, underneath the voiceover settings in accessibility, they now have a hand gesture setting. And... So you could, they still have access to those gestures, clench fist and pinch, uh, but you can do different things. So, for example, let me try and do it live now. This is going to oh, be tricky. Be fun. I'll describe what you're doing, please. Okay, so I've turned on wake on rise or raise or whatever it is. So as soon as I lift my wrist up, the Apple Watch turns on. If I do a clench fist twice, it does a little haptic vibration, and I know it's now waiting for gestures. 1551. And if I do a pinch... I can swipe forward and back just by pinching gestures. So I'm not touching the screen at all. There you go. So with, with just one hand, now I, as I said, this isn't really for us as visually impaired people, but I found the other day when I had my gloves on, which don't work with any touch screens, ah. I was able to, because uh, in the voiceover settings as well, you can set it that if you do a double clench, it does the tactic time that could so have gone will, horribly wrong. Well done. I know. Yeah, I took my time on that one. <laughs> it does, let's say haptic time. So it does the vibration time. So I can simply lift my wrist to wake the, the watch and then do a double clench. And I know what time it is. It doesn't speak out. It just does that vibration so you can figure out what time it is. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing. And I, I find myself, you know, when I've got my cane in, the, uh, in one hand, I can still find the time. And for something like just press record. So I can lift my wrist and it goes to the watch face and then just pinch twice to get to the complication of just press record and then clench my fist to activate it and I can record something and take a telephone number down all with one hand not having to touch the Apple Watch itself. That's so, pretty, That's a cool winter feature. I, absolutely right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sort of wishing there was more gestures and more customization you, you could do with it to do different oh, things. Oh, that surely. Yeah, but as a starter, and as I said, look, this isn't aimed specifically at us, but it is a cool little gesture, and they have added it to the voiceover section. Yeah, but this, so, is, yeah. this is like... This is, yeah, but this it's is a great example of, of how these assistive features really are for everybody, you exactly, know? Exactly, yeah. It's, yeah. And that's the way it should be, right? So, I mean, if we get more of gestures, more people will find ways to use it. And, of course, the great thing with all of these features is that sometimes you find them, it's like the back tap thing, you know, that's a, an accessibility feature, but, you know... It, can be a really useful tool and it, you know that you see all these articles online talking about the secret button on the iphone that you can enable um but that's an accessibility feature but in the same token it's a really useful feature for a lot of people absolutely uh, you know so that's good um okay cool well i am going to uh, stick on the apple theme with this because there is a rumor going around which i have to say this excites me a lot that there is going to be a new iphone se 3 uh, apparently it's already uh, ready for trial production ahead of early 2022 launch. Next week? No. Um, but hopefully <laughs> soon. Um, I think the whole thing is that they're going to be um, creating a new version of the SE. Not a huge difference, I don't think. Um, not entirely sure about the details of what this is going to look like, if it's going to still have the Touch ID button, or whether they're going to maybe implement the Touch ID into the, the top of the device in the way they've done with the iPad Mini, so therefore creating more of an iPhone, um, maybe an iPhone Mini-style device, but instead of Face ID, it's got Touch ID in it. I don't know. Um, but they're saying it may still be the same, may still be exactly the same with the same Touch ID. Um, it will, however, have a faster chip in it, an A15 chip in there, which will give it a boost in power, although if we're all honest about it, the iPhone SE 2 has been brilliant. Um, camera improvements. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's brilliant. Do you think they're going to release another one so soon? I, d I wouldn't normally think so, but there's a lot of talk about it. Um, and it talk means so nothing. Talk is cheap, my friend. No way. Yeah, well, it's not cheap around here because it gets us through this hour. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, I think there's something in this. And I'm, I would, it wouldn't be too surprising, especially because... I have a hunch that the Mini it may be the end of the road for the Mini and the SE may take over that role. I don't know. Maybe not, but we'll see. I don't know. I kind of think in wishful thinking. I, I mean, 
how how often was the SE two rumored? You know, because the original SE was along for around for a long time. It was, yeah, it was. So uh, I mean, we weren't even sure if we were going to get the SE two or twenty twenty as it came to be. But uh, I just think it's far too soon for the for another SE. And I, you know what? Everyone says these minis, oh, they're not selling. But I know a lot of people have got the mini. Yeah, I know I a lot of people selling. are going I for the mini. Selling. Well, you know, I'm, I am surprised it came out again in uh, iPhone 13 form. I mean, I love it. I'm, really? I'm re- yeah, I, am. I, I didn't think they would bring out another Mini. I thought that was the end of the road for it because just every story I was reading about the Mini was that sales weren't good, it wasn't performing. And but who I thought, are you hearing that from? We're not hearing that from Apple. Well, uh, yeah, but because well, they're not going to tell you sales numbers, though. That's the problem. So you don't really have a clue what, what they're talking about. You just get overall figures from them. <gasps> Mark, he's saying you don't have a clue. Sorry, I'm eating again. What have you found now? <laughs> No, it's the same one. Oh, Sorry, same carry on. Wow, that's a big sandwich. I'm not just... a big sandwich, but it's been sitting in the shed for three weeks. Yeah, you, you've it's been... not you've green. Been... <laughs> you wouldn't know. How long but it's... Been <laughs> I don't know. I just found it. Finders keepers. Also, there's a story this week about uh, a gadget. You know, we love gadgets, right? We love buying bits and pieces for our computers. What about this, right? So you're in a, a cafe or maybe you go back out to a restaurant when you can and uh, you take your laptop with you. And while you're sitting there enjoying your latte, that's uh, French for uh, coffee. Coffee. Um, you're having your latte, and someone comes along and whips your laptop out and runs away with it down the street. Off they go. Bye bye. Bye bye laptop. And of course, if you're a blind person and you've first off noticed that someone's stolen your laptop, um, you're not exactly going to run after them, are you? So here's a solution: you can plug in a dead man's switch. For your laptop. <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> That's amazing. No, it's, it's called Buskill. B-U-S-K-I-L-L. It's, uh, on, it's one of these crowdfunding things at the minute. And basically, it's a USB kill cord for a laptop. So it's connected to, I think in this case, it's a MacBook through a, a little adapter that's connected to the MagSafe. Um, and uh, you can get one for USB-C, I think, as well. But basically, what happens is it's a dead man's switch. It's designed to protect your data by locking or even wiping your computer if someone snatches it away from you uh, while you're using it. It's designed for journalists, activists, crypto traders, like Ooh. you guys, um, travelers as well. This is, it could be handy for anyone, basically, at risk of losing a laptop via smash-and-grab tactics. It's uh, going to be uh, $99.00. Um, or you can get the uh, magnetic breakaway cable or um, the full kit, essentially, as well. So I'm looking here at an image of the magnetic version. So it looks like a USB key. Mm. Um, and in the middle of it, there's a break that's magnetically connected. And the second the magnet detaches, it, it automatically, the screen goes dead. It locks the device, which is pretty cool. Um, it's pretty cool. Unless you want to wipe it because... Yes, accidentally. How many times have you tripped over a well, case? Yes, you trip over the court. <laughs> <laughs> you stand up to, uh, you know, get maybe you're, if you've got a guide dog, especially and the dog wraps itself around the cable, <laughs> your dog walks off for a wander and pulls the cable out and yeah. you know, wipes your laptop. Thanks, Lock thanks, Fido. It, yes, Just wipe it. <laughs> maybe, maybe give me ten seconds on that. Just <laughs> give, me, give me, a, give me a dead man's kill cord and a te- and a ten second kill switch somewhere. Um, you know, it's, it's like those scenes in a movie, you know, when the, the clock is counting down to... One second left. Yeah, then it's like, you know, oh, we've saved the world from annihilation. Um, yeah, possibly. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I like these kind of things. And this is the kind of thing I want to talk about more in this year of, of Double Tap, is kind of getting into some of those accessories and things that are going out. I mean, this is obviously quite new, and it's it's still at crowdfunding stage, but... Well, wouldn't that need to be supported by, like, a hardware level, a lower, like, in the BIOS? Because if it's just software that's running that detects when that's become detached, then, I mean, basically, yes, your data would be safe, but someone could still reformat the computer and, you know, set up a new version yeah, but of I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty much the case for any kind of thing like this. They're not going to be able to really take your BIOS well, there. Well, they should do. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Stephen. I, I think at the end of the day, you care more about your data than you do about the machine, right? No. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I don't care if someone wants to steal the laptop. Well, Ooh. fine, you know, steal the laptop, but just don't get my data, right? Okay. I mean, that's it's the same with phones, though. If someone steals your phone. Let's be honest; it's probably more likely. I mean, I, I used to work a lot in London and the UK, and you know, when you work there, 
um, where the office was where I used to work, you know, it was very common for to leave the office. And I remember one of my colleagues had left the office with her laptop and under her right arm and a motorbike mounted the pavement, grabbed the laptop uh, from, you know, from her and just off it went. And that was very common in London for a long period of time. Um, the same around uh, one of the main train stations, you would just have your phone stolen from you. Uh, which is why I keep telling you, priest, when you keep saying to me, oh, no one cares, no one will steal your phone. Yeah, just don't go to a major city at any point because someone will steal it. And, and if you're blind and you've got your cane, you're essentially a, a sitting duck on that one. No, so, no, 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 don't scare no, no, people. You're so all scared. fine. The chances of that happening to you are incredibly are slim. Huge. Don't worry about it. It's not happened to you yet, has it? No, and it hasn't <laughs> happened to most of us. When don't did worry you last about leave the shed and go to a big city? Uh, never, but that's not the point. 1970. <laughs> yes, you do need to be careful, but, I mean, you know, don't live in fear. It's fine. You know what they're saying about the iPhone 14? Oh, we're on there they're now. saying <laughs> the camera bump is going to be gone. The what's gone? About time. The camera bump is going to be gone. Oh, okay. Which I think, by the way, could have been done three years ago. Um, mm. They're saying that it's going to be uh, no more knots, just a, a punch hole camera now in the front. Well, that's good. Yeah. That is is good. it? I don't care about the knots. I, I don't I, think yeah, anyone I mean, cares I, I about the knots. It's so funny because um, I was talking to someone about the, the notch in the MacBook Pro, and they were saying, yeah, but I use dark mode, so I don't even see it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And dark mode is not even there. You don't even realize it's there. It just disappears. If, you're in, if you've got light mode on, then fair enough. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, stick around because there's something I want to buy and I want to run it past you guys first to see what you think. Because um, I'm going to shock it. you. Yeah, don't okay, do it. <laughs> wow, do it. that was that was an interesting side. It's like I've got evil and good on either side of me right now. That's incredible. Buy just buy it. Uh, stick around. This is Double Tap Canada. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. So, I've decided to get into Braille in a big way this year, right? I've been talking about this for a while. In fact, I got into Braille properly a couple of years ago and I've never really progressed past grade one, which is the, the essentially the alphabet, right? The, the alphabet, numbers, basic punctuation. That's about as far as I've gone. So, you know, I know enough to get by. And for many people at my age getting into Braille, that's probably all you really need. You don't really need to get into grade two. That's when you get into contractions and you're, you know, it, it, it gets, I didn't know this, there's 180 different contractions you have to learn on grade two, which basically means symbols that identify words. So it could be K for knowledge, for example, is one. So or parts of words, isn't it, as well? I mean, Parts of words, that's right, S and H. Um, sh. Sh, what was that? It's like Sesame one? Street all of a sudden. It is a bit like that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done some of the course, I've done some of it, but it didn't, it didn't stick, to be honest. The, the grade one did, um, so that that's good. But for that reason, I kind of thought, well, I'm going to invest in some new Braille kit. Um, and one particular thing I really want to do is label, do some labeling around the home. Now, I do have an old, I say old, it's the current version actually, but this is the problem with Braille. You know, old is new. Um, it's a Braille Dymo labeler. So you know those ones, Mark, you get like the kind yeah, of, of twisty thing at the top and you go you know, around to, you yeah, know, yeah. letter yeah, whatever, and then, and then it, that's you, you've got it. Um, wow, it's like police academy in here all of a sudden. <laughs> Carry on. Um, yes, it is criminal. Um, <laughs> but this, to me, is a little bit, I don't know, it's a bit old-fashioned, right? So on the hunt last night, I'm thinking, right, I want to get something that's a bit different. I want to talk about this on the show. I want something that is going to be a bit more modern and do the whole Braille labelling. And I think I've found it. So it's a company called Six Dot sell a, a product by the name of uh, Braille Label Maker. It's hard to find. It's a good name. <laughs> and it basically looks a little bit like a Perkins Brailler, but instead of feeding paper into it, you feed the little Dymo-type tape. Okay, stop, stop, stop. What size is this thing? Um, well, Mark can tell us probably better if you Google uh, six-dot Braille label. Sorry, maker. Mark. But um, 
<laughs> which is not available currently because of uh, supply shortages. So, yeah, good luck trying to get one. You want to know the size of the tape, like how big the actual label is? No, no, is the, the actual product itself. I mean, because a Perkins is massive, like a typewriter. Well, it's got size. a Perkins keyboard, that I do know. God, isn't that a bit weird? Is this the one by Logan Tech? Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Logan Tech is the, is the um, company. Um, it, it, to me, I, I can't really tell what it looks like because it's all white on this picture. But yeah, it has the, the Braille's Perkins keys and you feed into the back of it, I believe, the tape. Yeah, the tape the tape itself looks like just regular regular tape. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. guess about, about a half inch or so or maybe a quarter inch in terms of the thickness. The actual machine... I mean, it looks like a toy, quite honestly, because it's um, mm. it's kind of white plastic with the with the the braille keyboard on the top. The uh, I guess that's the short form version, right? The the one, two, three, four, five, six keys. So that's it. That is the braille keys. That is your yeah. braille type. Those are the braille keys. So the six keys, and then there's a, a, a little the area with. It. Have a look at the price there, Mark. Seven seventy five. Seven hundred seventy five dollars for yeah, this. You meant I mean, eight hey, dollars. I mean, it, is that expensive? Well, yes. I think it's expensive. I mean, that shakes down to about 560, 70 quid, something like that, for for us in the UK. I mean, that's a lot of money for essentially a, a labeler, right? Which, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sitting here thinking, I think I'll just have to, you know, take the arthritis that comes by using this old-fashioned Dymo one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Am I in a different world? That is outrageous, isn't it? You know, I, I yes, it's expensive Thank for you. what it is, but if this is going to make your life easier across the board, well, that's the point. And this yeah, is not going to die; point. it's just be you know, interchangeable with batteries and everything. Then it's it's a big investment at the start, but you're going to be using this for the rest of your life. Hang on, is this electronic? Does it have batteries? Because the normal Perkins yes, it does. is just just yes, so, oh, yeah, and, and just it's not a Perkins Braille. It's not that type of thing. No, no, um, no, no. It, it's, it, it's electronic. It does a AC power cord or batteries. And what I also um, like there's about a this. speaker on board for I guess some kind of feedback. But that's <gasps> cool as well. Oh, I take it all back then. No, no that's okay. pretty cool. So that and does also, make a difference. You get a USB port, I think, in there, which lets you hook up. There's a USB C port here or USB M. I can't really tell here in the pictures, but it comes with a black case. Um, oh, it comes with a case. I love accessories. Yeah. Oh. oh Hang on, why it. would it need a USB port? What could you do so with you, that? So you can hook up For a QWERTY updates. keyboard. So if you wanted to hook up a QWERTY keyboard, because if you don't maybe know how to do the Braille typing, but maybe you, you can read Braille, but you're not good at the typing yet, you can hook up a keyboard. Um, so you do have some options with this. Oh, but that's... Yeah, that does Sometimes make Sometimes these connect USB also, so they have an app that goes along with it, so you can type things on the computer and just send it to get it printed on the uh Well, that the would printer. be the dream, actually. That would be the dream if there was something like that. And I'm kind of hoping by, by talking about this, someone listening will say, oh, I know what you need. You need this. Uh, I did see in my travels not just this, which I have to say, although it does seem a bit like a kid's toy, I think this actually would be brilliant for me. Um, so I think this is something I will be investing in. But... Um, I also saw something for the Perkins, but I, I didn't understand this one, Sean. It says it's for the smart Perkins, so there must be a newer smart version oh. of it. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I yeah. haven't seen it anyway. I, I, I think I've heard of a smart Perkins before, which I think Mark, is more Google for it. kids. Well, what right. am I, what am I googling? Smart Perkins Braille. <laughs> just, 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 just Google Live. That's what we're going to call this show from now on. This is Google Live. <laughs> okay, Aflalo. That's our new wake word. <laughs> Aflalo. What is this? this? <laughs> you thought the other one was expensive? Oh, jeez. How much is this retail one? Pri actual retail price, $2,185.95. Yeah. Uh, Perkins Smart Brailler with video screen Raspberry version oh, right. allows blind and sighted people to communicate. Video screen display Sim Braille. What is this? So I think the idea here is that as a kid Audio learning feedback, Braille... feedback, speech, letters, and words as they're typed. As a kid's learning Braille at school, for example, you would then be able to... The teacher who you know can then see what that pupil is typing. I think that's the idea of the screen on it. Um, so it's more for Makes education. Sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's for, it is for education. That's why they price it so high. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. through the roof because of education. But uh, yeah, I think most of us who are using Braille on our own would not need that. I don't think there's any value for us in it. Um, but yeah, the reason I say that is because I did see something for the smart Perkins, which allowed you to feed that Dymo tape through a Perkins. Now, if there's something like that that exists for existing Perkins Brailers, please let me know, because I'd love to know. Because, you know, you're essentially talking about a piece of cardboard that's going to cost 20 quid, right? Rather than spending the best part of... 
Yes. 700 dollars. 800 dollars yeah. on this thing. But I do like this. I do like the sound. I'd never heard of it before. I just found it by accident. And I thought, you know, for, for the money, it's a lot of money. It is. But at the same token, like Mars says, if this is going to make the difference. Because um, look, I've got this essential tremor thing going on in my left hand. I am left handed. And even though it's an essential tremor, it's not blooming essential to me. But, you know, <laughs> it seems to think it's essential. Uh, and it makes using that Dymo almost impossible. So as much as I love it, I just don't have the I don't have the power in my hands to be able to use it. So for that reason, I think this might be the one. So I'm convincing myself. But I think it's a good buy. Do you agree, Priest? No, I do. No, I'm always... What's with the Priest? What have I done now? Um, yeah, so I totally agree, Stephen. Uh, but I think, look, Braille <laughs> labels are fantastic. Braille labels are fantastic. And I find that, yeah, seeing AI on some products, especially when you're pulling something out of the freezer, you know, it's it's not great and Braille would be so much better. Um, but I think for something like this, you're going to need to be wanting to Braille and label a lot of things. I mean, that is a lot of money. For most people, the Dynamo la uh, labeler is enough because you tend to go through a um, just, you know, a complete blitz of labeling absolutely everything. Mm. And then not touching it again for another six months. So, yeah, again, it's always the price that I come back to. Yes, I'm cheap, but um, it just seems like a lot of money to me. Well, I'm thinking I'll get one. I think this is going to be my uh, my early New Year's present to myself. This is my first purchase of 2022, guys. Well done, you. It's exciting. Well, I'm starting a new Braille course next week, so that's why I'm getting into this, you see, because I want to be learning Braille. So that's it. You're going to be hearing me talk about Braille a lot. <laughs> You're like one of those people that takes up a new hobby and goes out and buys the top-end equipment and then just does it once and then never looks at it again. Do yeah, next Christmas when we talk about this again, that we're talking about the stuff he's taking out of the <laughs> it's going to, We're going to play a new game of what's in Stephen's loft. Uh, yeah, by the end of the year, everything I talked about in January is in the loft in December. We did this actually. We hope not. We did this once. We, my wife and I decided we, had, we were going on a walking trip in England, in, in the north of England, a beautiful part. And it was oh, hills and God knows what. It was to attempt to get fit. And um, we thought, right, let's do this. And because we're doing it, we'll get the gear. So we went out to one of those town and country type stores and we bought all this gear and we bought backpacks. It was kind with bladders in them that you can, you know, put a funnel a straw through and therefore you can have water on the move without taking the backpack off. And oh, spent an absolute fortune. Ah, I thought that was to, you know, no, 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 do toilet into. One. No, that's a different bladder. Okay. Uh, don't use it for that. That's frowned upon in the walking <laughs> community. Um but yeah, we, we we did the week, the whole week of walking and we did the whole thing and then we came home and I found those backpacks in the loft the other day and I thought, we haven't touched those in about 15 years. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it's 15 years since you took a walk. It's, <laughs> it's not far <laughs> off, I'll tell you. Uh, stick around, lots more to come here on Double Tap Canada. It's nice to be back for 2022. It's nice to have something to do other than watch Netflix and uh, eat chocolate. That's quite nice. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Now back to the show. It is Double Tap Canada and uh, we're talking about the uh, new tech of the year that we think is coming out. So, of course, you're mentioning um, iPhone 14 and I'm talking about iPhone SE 3. Um, I will say, though, there's one thing I'm looking forward to, which I think is going to be out very soon. Um, and it's going to be for the Mac. Of course, I'm loving my MacBook Pro at the moment, so I'm always looking for new apps for it. Uh, a new app that's coming is DuckDuckGo, the search browser, announcing mm. a new uh, desktop app. So an alternative to Chrome at last, although, you know, are we, are we going to ditch Chrome and Edge and Safari for DuckDuckGo? I did. No. I deleted it, actually. Did you? I deleted Chrome off my laptop. It was killing the battery. Uh, it's just what? by deleting Chrome... I have increased my battery life by about 35%. Wow. Blimey. I think okay. that's a PC thing, as our Mac thing, because I don't think people on the PC have the same problems that we do with the Mac. The Mac is, is a I, nightmare I, with Chrome. I don't know. I, I, I didn't do it on my desktop because my desktop's plugged in all the time, so it's not really an issue. Um, but I had to on my laptop. Like It was just I mean, it was getting to the point that the battery life was so bad that I'd put it you know, close the lid at 100% at night, wake up in the morning, and I'd have the batteries logo popping up at me. Well, you mm. see, the problem is that every single, not every single, but most browsers out there are all based on the Chromium engine anyway. So they are basically Chrome in, in different clothes, right? Not this one. Yeah. 
not this one. Duck Go is yeah, exactly right. It's not based on the Chromium engine. It's on its own thing. So, so that, look, that for people cool. who don't know what DuckDuckGo is, it's an alternative web search engine which you can use instead of Google or or Bing, if that's even still a thing. Um, but yeah. DuckDuckGo, pretty good. It's saying that this is going to be simple. It's going to have no complicated settings, no misleading warnings, no level of privacy protection, just privacy that works across search, browsing, email, and more by default. And it's not using the Chromium-based browser that you're saying, Sean. They've made their own, basically, their own um, from scratch using operating system-provided rendering engines for every platform, much like they did for their mobile apps as well. Um, They're saying, though, it's not just about privacy. It's not a privacy browser. It's an everyday browsing app. And they're saying that it's, you know, essentially it respects your privacy, which is not a bad thing because there's so many companies out there trying to steal your, (laughs) you know, search information and browsing history. Well, Facebook anyway. Um, Hmm. Yeah, well... Okay, everyone loves the idea of DuckDuckGo, right? I mean, privacy first, fantastic, secure. We don't want your data. How many people actually use it? The take-up of it isn't great from what I can... Everyone loves loves to talk about it, but when it comes down to using it, everyone's just, ah, let's just go on Google. Yeah, I think people do, but I will say there's a lot of issues that Google has had, I mean, especially in the accessibility community. I've seen a lot of people criticising the way that um, on some, I think on iOS in particular the Google searches that were coming up were not reading properly. So they weren't reading as proper links and headings. They were they were getting all wrong. So you were getting, for example, the link first, as in the URL first, and then yeah. you have to sort of arrow on to get to, to the actual result. That was a bit of a nuisance. Um, I did find that. I think that's been fixed, though. I think that has been resolved. But, um, yeah, this one's interesting because DuckDuckGo is very, I mean, it's super accessible in the sense that it doesn't really have anything else on its page bar just the results you've searched for. Some people say those searches aren't as good as you would get on Google. I don't know. I mean, I always find what I'm looking for, so I don't... It depends what you... I guess it does depend what you're looking for, right? But for me, it's it's kind of always been fine. I love the fact that when I go to a website or go to a .go to search for something on the website, I instantly get the results I'm looking for. Um, and I can just hit H and I'm there. Or in some cases, actually, it just goes right to it. The screen reader will just uh, talk you right into the, the results, which is pretty cool talk you into it that is cool and yeah you know what i am going to give this one a go because you know we do rely on google a lot mm-hmm. and although most of the time it's great there are, there is a lot of filtering on google so yeah I like, maybe i like the fact that it's i like the fact it's its own app no that's what i like you know they've obviously yeah. had the app for a while on the phone but now i'm quite liking that you could have a mac version of this so maybe a PC version soon, but certainly they're obviously going down the Mac route first. And actually on that point, I was reading a story over holiday time that more people are moving towards Mac than ever before. PCs aren't... Um, and I don't know I don't know where the, the data's coming from in this or, or what angle they're coming at, but they're saying more it's people just seem you, to be moving. It's just you, your recent buying history. <laughs> Does that count returns as well? Um, I mean, listen, the pricing of the M1s are, have really... Um, mm. They've gotten competitive, you know? They've gotten competitive with, with some of the higher-end PCs out there. So when you're looking, it's it's a harder decision to make these days. I think you're right. I mean, it's not as expensive as people think it is. People always, I met people that love to tell me, oh, it's so expensive to have a Mac. It's not. It really isn't. Um, no, it's not. No, I will say this. When you're a PC buyer and you're blind, the first thing you're thinking about is... You're buying a PC and you got to think about, okay, do I want JAWS? Well, that's going to be another $1,000 on top. Now, of course, with this new, as we talked about recently here on the show, um, with the new home annual license from JAWS, that means you can now get in Canada the home annual license for $99 or so. I don't think it's as much as that, but it's, it's roughly $100, I think, for that, that home annual license per year. And that gives you three installs over three PCs. So that's a, that's a good deal. Now, you pay that every year. You don't have a buyout option on that. You just pay $99 every year. But, you know, when you stack it up, that's not that bad uh, compared to spending over $1,000 at once. And you still have yes. to pay yearly for those SME updates. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of cash to, to be throwing out there. So thankfully, you don't have to go through that anymore um, in Canada, which is good. So that takes that cost away from when you're buying a laptop. Um with a Mac, of course, it's all built in. It's all there. There's no extra costs. It's all just built in, ready to go. Um and I'm seeing people, more and more people, turning up on forums saying, hey, I've just bought a new Mac, or hey, I was thinking about buying a new computer, which yeah. should I go for? And then they come back and say, I've just decided I'm going to get a Mac. 
and you know I'll just learn voiceover. We'll just figure this out. And actually, that's brilliant because the more people that use it, quite frankly, selfishly, I'm thinking the more of us that are using it, the more of us that'll find the bugs, find the problems, get them reported, get them resolved, and it works for all of us, right? Um, I, I, you know, I've spent so much time on the Mac, especially in the last six months. I think if we weren't in pandemic, I wouldn't have spent as much time from the beginning of 2020 on the Mac as I would have, because at my workplace it was all PC. And I'm quite happy with JAWS on the PC. But, uh, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I still go back to my PC. When I need to get stuff done, when I need to get text-based work done, that's usually when I'm with the PC because I tend to find sitting down and doing writing for whatever I need to do, that's where I get it done quickest. But at the same token, I am slowly learning the quirks of voiceover to do the same thing on the Mac. So I, I think there's a day that will come when I, I won't switch on the PC anymore. And that'll be it. It'll be Mac all the way. So. Never happen. How dare you? That's blasphemy, sir. Sorry. Until Mac, until Apple gets Windows running on the M1 chip, then um, no, no I'm sorry. It. No, no, st no, stop that. No, just stop that. That's just, it's, I don't know. It's just like uh, bikes with sidecars. Who needs them anymore? Just buy a big car. You know, just get a regular car. Um, <laughs> what an know, analogy. <laughs> can, I, can I change the subject for a second? I'm on Amazon and I was going to buy myself something called the Wallbot. Have you seen this thing? No. It's a stud finder, okay? So basically you hold it against the I'm wall here. and it sends and it sends <laughs> sends the image to your phone so you can see where the studs are and where the wires are and stuff like that. Ooh. It's only Android compatible. What on earth? That's ridiculous. Uh, Who creates anything that's Android only? And unless you I, really hate your product. I'm trying to think why that would be. <laughs> I am kidding. Slightly. No, he's not kidding. Not uh, no, that's mad. That's crazy. I have no idea. It bothers me. Is it, cheaper? It is it cheaper to... You might know this one, Mark. Is it cheaper to make an app for an Android phone than it is for an Android Not anymore. Phone? Not anymore. These, but hang on. Here it says new with Wi-Fi. This one is Android. Well, I'm very confused now. On their website, they say it's compatible with both, but on Amazon, it says it's not. Oh, what's it do? Oh, uh, just get a man in. I give up. I give up new yeah, with Wi-Fi. Get a guy who's got an Android phone and say, here, figure this out. Can I ask you, uh, Sean, a, a more yes. question for you, Sean? Hello. Have you watched a lot of TV during this holidays uh, session? I have, yes. Uh, I did watch Die Hard, obviously, the Christmas movie. Uh, the best Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. The best Christmas movie, yeah. wasn't audio described, I've got to say. I was disgusted, but I still watched it because I know it off by heart. But yes, I have. Netflix and... Um, did you expect it to suddenly be um, audio described now that you know it off by heart? Well, no, it's, it's about how old is Die Hard now? I mean, Bruce had a little bit of hair back then, so it must be at least 20, 30 years old. That's all CGI. Is it? Is that... <laughs> I've still never seen that movie. Did any, anybody watch the the, uh, the Matrix uh, number four, The Resurrections? Oh, no. I, I can't, I can't. I just, you know what? I'm going to put my hands up. I don't understand what's happening from Matrix 2 to 3. No idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, well, this is supposed to kind of make up for it. Well, it's too late. I have it. You see, I thought it was going to be available here. Um, they released it in theaters and HBO Max at the same time. Unfortunately, when you lock down uh, your city, apparently you also close movie theaters. So that means I have yet to see Spider-Man, which is uh, very much annoying to me. I have yet to see The Matrix. I, I have no idea how to actually watch these things. I'm contemplating moving to the U.S. just for a couple <laughs> of weeks. Just or get a VPN. <laughs> uh, even with a VPN, like I still have to subscribe to HBO Max and then it's slower connection and... I mean, eventually these things are going to come up in streaming, which is just annoying to me. I want to watch them in the theater, but, you know. Uh, on a side note, uh, totally off topic, uh, and this is tech-related because I am looking at a camera now of my backyard, and you can see my pool is frozen. I see footsteps that go from the outside of my pool. Then I see footsteps on the surface of my frozen pool, and they disappear into a giant hole into the middle. That's hmm. not a good thing when my pool thaws, right? <laughs> Sherlock Holmes? Ideal. No, that's... <laughs> What sort of footprints are they? Looks like a groundhog of some kind. Well, it's not human then. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I let you know, I'll let you know when it thaws. I have a feeling whatever it is might have um, not realized the pool wasn't entirely frozen when it took its journey. <laughs> wow. Okay, pool party at Mark's. I'm yeah, not going. I'm going to add some chlorine to that, a little bit extra chlorine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, uh, listen, I just want to quickly mention uh, a company called Purdy's uh, Chocolatier. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll know about uh, this company, Mark. Um, the story comes out of uh, Vancouver, so I assume this is uh, in Canada. Um, 
This is a holiday... This was... Uh, they came out over Christmas. There was a holiday Braille box that came out that made chocolate accessible. Amazing. Changed my life. I want this. Uh, 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 yeah, carry on, Stephen. Sold Sorry, out, I'm so excited. Run, sold out online in a matter of hours, but apparently will be available again. Well, it says in time for last-minute holiday shopping, but that's too late for us now because it's the 6th of January, I think. Um... Purdy's also announced that they will re-release the box in the new year in response to the overwhelming demand. Well, thank goodness for that. But yes, basically what they've done is they've put Braille orientation tabs uh, on the box, a Braille chocolate legend as well, and a QR code that brings users who are blind or partially sighted to an accessible screen reader version of the legend. Do you know what? Round of applause for Purdy's chocolate. Yeah, excellent idea. That is is amazing. That's awesome. I I always squeeze them. box of chocolates. I just squeeze the chocolate. Oh, no, that's a squeezy one. I'm not having that. It's probably strawberry cream or something disgusting. Mm-hmm. Throw it back in the box. And other people don't like that, the weirdos. And it's also available in spoken languages in Canada, English, French, Spanish, Italian, German, Mandarin, Cantonese, Punjabi, and Arabic. What? what, does it speak to you as well? Well, it that does if you, if, if you use the, key, the QR code. It takes ah, you to a website yeah. which speaks, which ah, is talking chocolate. Talking chocolate. There's a podcast. Yeah, I take, it, it, Ding. I, does that cost the same? I don't same? know where that's coming from. I, I must no, say, I know, it's, I know it's in my room here. <laughs> I don't know what is charged that has a ding like that. What is, is that a problem, ding from? Though, is that an iOS you've got device? Apple I, stuff. It just everything just ding. beeps all over the place. You can't. What is that? I don't know what's in here that's charged that's dinging. I think that's the pool alarm bell. Rigged. Someone's wanting outs, or I think, or trying to get in one of the two. Oh, wait, my iPad mini. Is it my iPad mini? No, that's dead. We'll find out next week where what the ding came what is from. Binging. What yes. is dinging in Mark's house? That's on the next incredible, unmissable episode of Double Tap Canada next week. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you for being back with us for the new year. Mark and Sean, if you're still ding. there, have a nice one, and we'll catch ding. you next week. Bye bye. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at DoubleTap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play DoubleTap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.